0: Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. No matter what you've been taught to believe, or no matter what kind of bad thoughts that you may have about this, I'm going to counter them right now and say you are worthy of self care. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of getting everything that you desire. You deserve that. Now, I know there are people out there who would say, well, you know, we can't walk around thinking that we deserve this, this, and that. And that might be true. Uh, we, we, We may not deserve, you know, things from outside sources, right? We can't say that we deserve someone else's love. But I think we can say that we deserve our own love to ourselves. You know, that's, that's something that I think we've, we've all learned in the past 20 years or so. Like self care has been very much popularized and, you know, we should take care of ourselves and, and doing self care is not selfish. Like I think we all know this intellectually. We've learned this, but for those of us who grew up in the seven, sixties, seventies and eighties, we were not really taught that back then. And I think younger people are taught that. And, you know, let's not confuse deserving love and attention and care with being entitled and you know taking from others and feeling good at other people's expense that's that those are very different things and again we can separate the endogenous from the exogenous so endogenous means that it is it it's coming from inside right it's an internal thing that has been created so we endogenously make estrogen. We endogenously make cholesterol. That's all done within the body. But uh, exogenous is when things come from outside. So this this is kind of like a biochemical term, right? So exogenous estrogen is like if you take an estrogen cream or a pill. Or exogenous cholesterol would be, you know, you're eating eggs and you get cholesterol from your diet. So, when we differentiate between endogenous and exogenous with nutrition and stuff, we can also do that with our lives. And so, the endogenous production of love is unlimited. There is no limit to the amount of love that we can give ourselves. Now, when we have an exogenous, you know, an expectation of exogenous love or attention or you know, someone's going to take care of us. It gets a little tricky. (laughs) It's a little bit more complicated. But we can endogenously love ourselves. We can, from within ourselves, understand the importance of self-care. And I will always go back to self-care. I think that we just way 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 don't give ourselves enough self-care. And self-care is not like going to a spa. Well, it is, but <laughs> that's more of a and you know, a more of an exogenous type of thing. Self-care is when we value ourselves and we know that we are worthy of feeling good. We are worthy of having everything that we desire. I really really believe that I and we all are worthy of having everything that we desire. Now, do I sometimes doubt that? Yes. Do I sometimes sabotage myself and and unconsciously, right? And think, "Well, I don't even think it's an unconscious thing where maybe I believe that I'm not worthy of having it all, of having everything I desire, of being happy and healthy and wealthy. Well, those are the three main ones, right? (laughs) Just having it all being successful, loving my job, my career. I deserve all of that. But but it's not just me. It's, it's, it's all of us. We all deserve that. But somehow along the way, we were taught that we don't deserve that. We're not worthy. We're not good enough. We're not smart enough, creative creative enough, kind enough, diligent enough. you know, whatever thing you want to come up with. And so therefore, then we kind of impose upon ourselves that we don't deserve X, Y, and Z because, you know, we didn't work hard enough. We didn't do enough self-care, right? We don't deserve, that's a big one that I want to dismantle is the idea that I don't deserve to be healthy. I don't deserve to have the body that feels good to me because, I didn't do enough stuff or I did the wrong things, right? I ate too much or I didn't eat enough or I made the wrong choices or I didn't get up and exercise. So because we've been taught that by the industry, right? Because it's all about guilt and shame. So now that I feel bad about myself, oh, I didn't do the right thing. So let me look exogenously for some kind of validation and support. We don't need that. As a matter of fact, We can't rely on that. If we try to rely on exogenous support, love, care, you know, understanding of things, then we are setting ourselves up for failure because we can never get all of that stuff from external sources. It all has to come from within us. We have to create that. We have to create the resources and the creativity and the strength and whatever else we need, the awareness. The attention, the appreciation, the love, the care, we have to create all of that within ourselves. And there's a great expression that I learned from Gay and Katie Hendricks of the Hendricks Institute that says, source your own love, source your own safety from yourself. And I, and I kind of like the way that feels like I'm going to source my own feelings of safety. I'm going to source my own feelings of worth, I'm going to source my own commitment to care for my body. And then I deserve it all, right? Because I'm giving it to myself. And this, you might be thinking, well, you can source your own love, but you can't source somebody else's love or or attention, right? And that's true. You know, you could desire, let's say you're looking for a romantic relationship or you're looking for more attention from your spouse or your partner or your friend, You can't force somebody else to do that, right? That's why, again, it's an unreliable source of attention and love. But you can love yourself and appreciate yourself as you are and therefore relax into it and have that nervous system calming that occurs. And then what happens is, you know, you come into the world, you go out, you interact with people with a completely different energy and vibe. And people notice that. And so therefore, you in a roundabout way, you are able to get what you want. Or perhaps, you know, in your career, or when it comes to losing weight and dieting and being healthy, right, eating a healthy diet or exercising or whatever it is that you want to do. If you are coming at it from a place of not sourcing your own appreciation and attention and love and care, then you're looking for external validation. You're looking for external wisdom. And that that's just, you're not going to get the same level. And so if you can just source your confidence and source your attention and your appreciation and your love for yourself internally, then what happens is you have different ideas, It literally works this way. (laughs) Your brain opens up in a way that brings you the ideas, not just the ideas, but that commitment. You know, we talk about willpower, right? People think that we need willpower in order to eat well and take care of our bodies, And so if you believe in willpower, willpower is not really something that you should rely on either, even though it's endogenous, you know, it's coming from within. It is a limited resource because if you are stressed out or you're tired or you're trying so hard to get something, you dampen your willpower. So we have to kind of go about it in a roundabout way. But how do you source that commitment to eat well, to take care of yourself? How do you source that awareness? Oh yeah, I remember that I have to take some downtime. I have to relax. I have to meditate. I have to move. I have to eat better. Like that's all stuff that you, you know, you might forget about, right? Or you might not prioritize. But when your brain is expansive because you're sourcing that affection, that love, that care for yourself, then you remember to do those things you kind of slow down, you take it easy, you get better ideas, you're more relaxed about things, so you're not like all stressed out and like, well, I don't have time to cook, I don't have time to exercise. That Those types of thoughts are coming from a place of non-self-care, non-relaxedness. I don't know if relaxedness is a word, but I just made it up. (laughs) So, okay. I I hope that this concept is getting through. So let me just kind of summarize. You are at peace. If you are relaxed, if you are calm, if you are appreciating yourself and feeling love for yourself, then your nervous system is calmer and you are able to now have the wherewithal to make better decisions, and to and to be more aware and to be more loving to yourself. It kind of builds up momentum. And then you are able also to commit because when it comes to losing weight or any kind of health practice that you, let's say you're just trying to be the best you can be, it's necessary for you to commit. Nothing is going to move forward if you don't commit. And commit to doing things in a way that may be very different from how you operate in other areas of your life or how you've done things before. And so when you make that commitment, then things expand. Your brain is more likely to help you in this endeavor, okay? So it's not woo-woo, actually. It's actually creating an energy within yourself through your thoughts, and how you, you know, your your attitude, right? Your thoughts, your attitude, how you kind of move through the world. You're creating kind of like a world, really, for yourself, where self-care becomes a given. If right now you're not in that zone where self-care is a given, I would bet money, you know, nine times out of ten is coming from stress, or And or those feelings, those unconscious beliefs of I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. So that's where the work is. The work is not in like, oh, what's the next best diet for me? The work is in creating an inner world. That's, that's the expression I was thinking of, like creating an inner world of peace and calm and acceptance. Okay. And sourcing your own attention and love and appreciation for yourself no one can do that for you. How do you get there? How do you get to that place where you can just naturally feel that love and that attention and then, and therefore that desire to care for yourself? I am more and more moving very, very strongly toward you have to create a practice of meditation, breath, whatever it is that you can do to calm your nervous system down. And it's not I work out really hard and that's how I deal with stress. Exercise is a stress and it is a great way to release energy for sure. And I'm a huge fan of exercise. But if your method of relaxation is working out really hard at the gym, that's an illusion. When your nervous system is in the calm, peaceful state, that's not, you're not exercising. (laughs) I mean, you could be you can carry that calm peacefulness over to your workouts for sure but you're not going to source that calmness that that relaxation that peace from your workout not to the extent that it's going to permeate your life every day all day it it's just not going to happen it, there has to be you know a stillness a quiet a practice that occurs every day and i am a fan of you know people doing things you know, everybody has their own path and all of that. But when you exercise, you are not in the parasympathetic state. Of course, it's a continuum, right? So you can be super, super stressed and that's sympathetic, right? Super, 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 super stressed. And on the other end, you know, you, you just had an orgasm and you got a massage and you're sitting by the beach, right? Or, or the mountains, whatever's better for you. And you're like totally, totally calm, right? And then there's everything in between. So, yeah, your your nervous system can be a little bit in parasympathetic and a little bit in sympathetic. You know, it can be somewhere on that continuum. But to consistently be able to source self-care, a desire for self-care, there has to be this peacefulness, this allowing, this acceptance that's just pervasive. And your system just, you know, it's got to be chilled out and relaxed. And I'll give you an example, right? We're talking about making better decisions or desiring to make better decisions, desiring to, to care for your body. The last time you were really stressed out, how much time did you give yourself to you know, take a leisurely bath or you know, spend an hour making a salad while you're listening to good music? Like <laughs> That's like the antithesis of, of being in the stress state, right? So The more that you can get your body into that parasympathetic, rest and digest, relaxed, peaceful, calm state, the more you're going to open up the possibility of practicing self-care. I guess that's what I really want to say. (laughs) Can you do that? That takes commitment. It doesn't just happen. It takes commitment. You could be in a totally relaxed, chill state and still not be caring for yourself. You know what I'm saying? So we, we need that combination of that internal sourcing of safety, of love, of, hey, I'm going to give myself some attention right now. I mean, I deserve this attention. And that internal belief, even if you don't believe it quite 100%, but you're every day you're reminding yourself, hey, I'm worthy. I'm worthy of this. I deserve this. And you're moving in that direction. That's when you start to get these great ideas. Oh, I could make this. I could do that. I could, you know, um commit to that thing that I was never able to commit to because I was too stressed out. But now I'm chill and I can do that. As you're sourcing all of that, things become easier for you. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. <laughs> we fight so hard because we think it has to be hard. But if we could just let go of it all, and just accept it. Allow it to be as it is. We don't have to fight anymore. You don't have to fight to lose weight. You don't have to fight to get what you want in life. As a matter of fact, fighting oftentimes will be the downfall. Now, there may be areas of your life where you have fought and achieved things. And I'm not saying, I think that Taking action and working hard and having attention is very important in the process of achieving things in life. But if you have an underlying belief that you cannot achieve something, and on top of that, you're working really hard to achieve that thing, you're going to fail. Because it's the underlying belief that you deserve that, that it's it's kind of like your birthright combined with the inspired action that's where you get results that's why it's easy for some people because they just they just think that they deserve to be you know in that situation whatever it is right they just deserve to i just deserve to be healthy i mean that was just like a given for me right that's what's that's the underlying belief that's going on with people who are successful at that and people who are not successful at it there's a deeper underlying belief that you do not you are not going to be able to get this done. You're not going to be able to achieve this, whether it's because you don't think you're good enough or you're not working hard enough or you don't deserve it or you're not worthy or whatever it is. If you have that underlying belief, you can work until you can work every day for the rest of your life. You're not going to get there. It's about that underlying belief combined with that nervous system calming and that peace and that, hey, you know what? I'm on a journey here. And I'm not perfect, probably not going to get it right, but I'm going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the ride because I don't have to fight this anymore. I can just be with it and I can just open up to creative possibilities, creative ideas, meeting the right people, doing things that just work for your body. So we all have an area in our lives where we kind of feel like, oh, I've always kind of not been good at that, right? Whether it's relationships or health or career, right? Right. And it's like, oh, if I could just get that one thing right, then I could have it all. But I'm here to tell you that you can have it all, 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 all of it. The thing that you're fighting against is that's your beautiful lesson for you in your life. If money has come easily to you and relationships have come easily to you, great. If health and let's say, you know, how you feel about your body, if that's always been hard, that's your beautiful lesson. That's your beautiful lesson. So instead of always fighting it, open up to it. What is my beautiful lesson here? What is my beautiful lesson that I'm going to learn or I'm going to die trying? (laughs) Right? That's kind of the attitude, that that fight attitude. Like I'm either going to figure this out or I'm going to die trying. How about something different? How about leaning into it and being curious and saying, hey, I deserve health. I deserve to feel good in my body. I deserve that. You got to keep reminding yourself every day because remember, for whatever reason, you have that unconscious belief that you don't deserve it. That's why it's so hard. As soon as you start to reorient your brain and kind of retrain your body, your whole system that you do deserve it, you are worthy of it. You absolutely deserve it all, everything, all of it. As you're retraining your nervous system to that, it'll get easier. And and oh, I just thought, yeah. So we're re, we're kind of like rewiring the nervous system, and I'll and I just have this this stroke of genius, <laughs> creative genius. I don't know. At least for me, if my nervous system is wire is is tense and I'm in that stress state, it's going to be harder for me to rewire. It's like a running engine. Like it's really hard to fix an engine while it's running. You can turn it off and fix it, right? So. If you can turn off that major stressful engine that's going on and turn it down into that, ooh, that peaceful mode, that's where you can start to rebuild. You can rewire from that place and rewire, retrain your brain to understand that you are worthy and you deserve it. And it doesn't have to be a fight at all. Okay, well, um, I think I've said enough for today. <laughs> this is pretty cool stuff though. I hope you enjoy it. I hope that it, you know, some of these thoughts just spark some kind of inspiration within you. And I hope to be part of your journey of recognizing that you are worthy, because that is not up for debate. We have all have a birthright to be happy, healthy, and wealthy. I believe that. And of course there are degrees to all of these things, but it doesn't matter. All that matters is what's what it feels good to you. You know, somebody could look at, like, I look at these, I watch NFL football. I mean, these guys are incredible athletes. I don't really care. I mean, I I enjoy watching them, but it's not really a goal for me. But I do have my own personal goals for my happiness, my health, and my financial world, my business. I have my own goals. I don't need to compare them to anybody else. And actually, the comparison is a lot of times what gets us having that yearning, you know, that fight for something let's stop comparing ourselves to others and just what's important to you. What's going to make you feel good? You deserve that. Whatever it is, you deserve that. A hundred percent. Okay, my dears, I love you. I love you. And yeah, more of this, right? You can get more of this from listening to other podcast episodes. And please do share this episode. If, if you feel even a little bit of inspiration from this episode, can you please share it? Like spread the love. And maybe you'll inspire someone else by sharing this, or they'll listen to some of the other podcasts. You can write a review, say, hey, I like this podcast, makes me feel good. You can subscribe, and that's always good for the numbers, so more people will have exposure to this podcast. And you can join us in the love challenge, and that will be in the show notes. So You can do that at any time and and loving yourself is a great way to calm your nervous system down so i recommend that you try that out if you haven't already and if you have you can go back at any time i go back i i go back to these things all the time we're all on a journey together hopefully together let's do it together